The late, great Miss Aretha Franklin. I know. If you don't know that song, you've been living under our I know. but <laughs> And you know, April Fool's Day is coming up. True. It is. And so, here on Bringing It Home, we want to talk about the most foolish things that we do to sacrifice our peace of mind. I'm sure we've never done any of these. No, we haven't. We're doing this for our listeners. <laughs> oh, but um, <laughs> I'm scared to say where we go here. Yeah, the most foolish <laughs> things that we do that sacrifice our peace of mind. So I think we need to define foolish before okay. we get started. And the way that Webster does it, Webster says that foolish is lacking good sense or judgment. It's unwise. Okay. Well, I guess I've been foolish a couple times <laughs> in my life. <laughs> yes. I think we might have. But but after this, we're not going to be foolish with our peace of mind anymore. Okay. Because we're going to be making some good decisions for that. So the very first thing I think we do that's foolish is waiting for the perfect time to you fill in the blank. Oh, Whatever your dream, your goal is, you know, we tend to say, well, now's not the right time because... X, Y, and Z. Or we're waiting for this to happen so that we can do this. And we're postponing going after our goals. Wow. Yeah. That was deep, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. And I have said those words before. Yeah. Because we plan. You know, we, we, we plan for things. And so the perfect time would be once something else happens. Well, to quote a Beatles song, oh they my. say life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Wow. Like you're missing out on life because you're planning for that day. Yeah. That next day or that, you know, you're. And so you can also say you're missing out on opportunities while you're waiting yeah. for the perfect time. So now's the time for us to stop doing that. That's foolish. It's unwise. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to wait on the perfect time. Because let's face it, there is no perfect time to do anything. To do anything. Mm -hmm. So I mean, don't put yourself in a bind. Like don't go buy no, no, no. you know, like a five hundred thousand dollar house. No, and you don't have realistic. a job. But, yeah. but, <laughs> but be realistic about this. Yes. But Yes. You know, if there's something you want to do, figure out how to do it. Yes, there's a good time. There's no perfect. Right. Nothing's right. going to be perfect. So, so number two um, thing we want to share, I think that you sh saved this one for me. Uh -huh. <laughs> Thinking we could do it alone, whatever it is. Like, I can do it. I'll just do it. Let me, I'm really bad about this. I would rather just do it and move along and get it done. Not needing any help. Don't need nobody. Well, and it's not because I don't need people because, you know, I'm a people person. Yeah. But sometimes I just want to do it and move on. Like, just give it to me and I'll take care of it. Well, some things it's quicker to just do it than to right. explain to somebody else how it <laughs> needs to be done. I get that. But I have uh, my doctor has told me on more than one occasion, you don't have a cape, darling. No. Oh. I don't have a cape. I like to think that I do, mm -hmm. which means that I think I can handle everything myself. But the reality is we, we need other people to That's help. Right. So it's foolish to believe that I can accomplish everything that I need to do without help from other people. That's very true. So I'm putting extra stress on myself by believing that. I agree. 100%. Yep. Guilty as charged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Also, just not knowing or admitting that you have a limit or maybe you 
you're taking on something that you're not, that's not in your wheelhouse, you know? It's not a strength of yours. Now, I'm not guilty of that. I know my limitations. I do too. And I will quickly say, uh, that's not something I'm yeah, good at. I agree. Yeah, yeah. But some people just want to take take it all on. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, it can be freeing to be able to say, no, I'm not able to do that. Because you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. You know, if I sign up to do something that I know I don't know how to do, what's that going to do to my peace of mind? Like, I'm going into this already knowing. Already knowing <laughs> that I can't do it. And then I'm going to have to eventually tell everybody yeah. <laughs> that I couldn't get it done. Right. So, that's stressful. So, we don't need to do that. No. Know your strengths. Know your weaknesses. and know Stay your in your lane is what I call it. Ah. Uh-huh. Yes, drive, um, drive in your lane, let other people drive in theirs. Yes, yep. set some boundaries, know your limits. That's right. I think a lot of people get into this habit, like don't compare yourself or what you're doing to others. And you, you know, not in the age of social media, it's so hard not to compare. You know, it's really interesting. We did a, um, we just wrapped up uh, a wellness program with the schools that I work with. Mm-hmm. And we did a whole week challenge on unplugging. And then the next week asked for feedback. Mm-hmm. And one of the teachers said that it was so freeing for her. She didn't realize how much she looked at other people's lives and then thought, well, I'm not doing that good. She said it was very freeing for her to let that go. Like she realized mm-hmm. that, you know what? There's no reason to compare. There's I'm doing what I need to do. And I really don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. You right. Know? right. So it was a really good thing for her. And I mean, you know, it's just so funny. You can, for example, have a fabulous meal. I mean, delicious. You enjoyed yourself, had a good time. And then as soon as you click on social media, they had something better than what you had. (laughs) And you can forget that quickly that Mm -hmm. your dinner was wonderful. You enjoyed yourself. And now you're comparing yourself to what everybody else ate. Or like at work, you know, somebody gets an award that you wanted. Right. Or somebody gets the promotion that you wanted. Yeah. Like... And you could really go down a road with that you don't need to of comparison. Yeah. And yeah. take it really negatively or have bad feelings toward that person. And, you know, we need to give ourselves a break yeah. and, and just realize everybody's just trying to make it to the next day doing the best they can. And there's always going to be somebody who's better at something than you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the time. So we just need to not be foolish and think that we're always going to win the competition right. and come out on top. That's so, right. um, you know... Not speaking up when someone is misusing you or mistreating you or trying to pile more on you than is fair. Oh, gosh. That, that's bad for your peace of mind. Oh, yeah. that That's foolish to not stand up for yeah. yourself. Yes, because if you don't, no one else is going to. No, you're your own advocate. And you can do this in a very respectful way. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yes. Definitely respectful. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you have to be your own advocate there. Definitely. You know, some people talk to themselves. I talk to myself. I do, too. I talk to myself, too. Um, But we can be our biggest cheerleader or we can be our biggest hater. Mm. You know, so we need to really pay attention when we start that negative self-talk. And Tanil and I teach a health class, and we talk about this in there. Yeah. Sometimes when you're dealing with with a struggle with your health, we can really be hard on ourselves. Right. But I think just in general. It's a lot of negative words. I can't. Mm-hmm. Things are never going to be like they were, you know. Right. Nobody appreciates this. Yeah, and it's never going to get any better. Yeah. We need to stop that and re reframe, retrain our minds to speak more positively. Change the conversation. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can do that. Um, you know, using the word yes 
too freely and too often is foolish. I just gave her the side eye. Yeah, I mean, it's lacking (laughs) the definition of foolish, lacking good sense or judgment. It's unwise to use the word yes too freely. Um, Some years back, Sarah and myself Mm -hmm. and a couple of our other friends, we did a study of a book called The Best Yes. Yes. And, you know, it really talked about how a lot of times we say yes to things that (laughs) are not in our best interest. That's right. You know, we want to please people and we want to accomplish things. We want to be productive. We want to serve the community. We want to do all we can for our kids Mm -hmm. and our church and our neighborhoods and everything. But we've got to reserve our yeses for those things that are the very best use of our time and the best investment of our energy. Yes. So, um, do you toss the word yes around a little bit too much? Yes. 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 (laughs) No, for real. If my husband is listening to this, he's probably going to talk to me about it tonight. Because I'm a yes. Talk to her, Josh. (laughs) I'm a yes person. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. I just, there's so many things I care about. And when I get asked to do that, do something, it's hard for me to say no to something that I feel like needs to be done. There's so much that needs to be done. You can't do it all. But when I say yes to all of these things, I'm actually saying no to some important things like time with my family, um, less stress at work, Mm -hmm. less stress at home. And it's okay to say, you know, I appreciate what you're doing or "I, I think this is great. I just can't do it right now. Right. You know, and I have practiced that a couple times recently and it was very freeing mm-hmm. and I didn't have any guilt about it. Good. Because I could pray for that. I can um, cheer you on, you know, think about me next year. I've got a few things on my plate I won't have on my plate next year. I may be able to, to do it then. You know, there's ways to say not right now. Or no. (laughs) Yes, yes. And, you know, I like the word no. And no (laughs) is a complete sentence. And this is what we want people to realize. You don't have to have an excuse to say no. You don't have to give this big, long, 20-minute explanation Mm -hmm. about why you can't do something. When I say no, I already have plans. Now, those plans may be laying in my bed with the remote. (laughs) Those plans may be sitting down, spending time with my husband. You know, it doesn't matter what the plans are. Right. The answer is, no, I'm not going to be able to do it because I already have something planned. Sure. And no is a complete sentence. Well, even at work, sometimes I've had to say no because I am i can't prepare for it, for it because I'm so busy. You know, maybe I'm available that one day, but I cannot get ready for it. Right. You know, and it doesn't mean I don't believe in it. Right. And you don't want to just jump into something and do a, a bad job right. because you didn't have time to prepare for it. So no is a word that we have to use at home, in our work life, mm-hmm. in our social lives, church life, and everything else. That's right. So we have to just get comfortable with saying that and knowing that, you know, it's a it's a complete sentence. I love that, how you said that no is a complete sentence. It is. Because I do feel the need to tell them why. Yeah. <laughs> they probably don't care. No. I said no, they're already thinking in their They're head. already thinking, who am I going to call <laughs> next? <laughs> they're not listening yes. anymore. But And also, though, if you ask someone to do something and they say no, respect it. Yeah. Don't say, oh, well, I really, yeah. we really needed you to do it. I mean, I appreciate like that you said that and didn't leave me hanging. Yeah. So. Yes. Know. Yes. You know, another one is to the, the overbooking yourself and your family. I mean, we've kind of touched on that mm-hmm. already, but that will definitely sacrifice your peace of mind. You know. It's foolish. It's unwise. <laughs> it is unwise. <laughs> 
Yes, and there's so many, again, like we just talked about good things that you can be involved in, and we want our kids to yeah. be involved in things, and we want to do stuff as a family, but don't overbook yourself. I know in our house, um, my son doesn't really like sports, but my daughter does, So, but she has like one sport per season. Mm-hmm. So in the fall, she can do soccer, and, in the, and right now in the winter, spring, she's doing basketball. We're not going to overlap because she also does Girl Scouts, and we have church. And she's also eight years old. You know? uh, yeah. And she, she needs school. some unstructured time <laughs> yes. to just be eight. <laughs> yes. And there's times my husband's like, I mean, are we going to be home this week? You know. <laughs> so, you know, it's fun. It's great. She's making memories. She's in getting leadership skills and things. But there's also a lot to be said about having a night just to be yeah and you know the kids learn from us they're Mm -hmm. learning right now how to manage their time when they grow up and have families you know they're learning to be on the run and on the go 24 7 and we think about how technology is so prevalent now and how there's so many things tugging at the kids schedules imagine how that's going to be in 20 years Um, yeah you know it's it's probably going to (laughs) be so much more that they can be involved keep in. Keep it simple, you know. Fine. Yeah. And one of my friends, we were actually texting about this the other night that she is, after this school year ends, they're going to really evaluate what their son is good at, what he really enjoys the most, mm-hmm. and not do all the extra. Yeah. You know, it's money, it's time, yeah, it's peace of mind. Making some choices. Yeah. Making some choices. And that's a life skill too. Sometimes you have to pick from good things. Yeah. It's all good things, but you got to pick What are the best? It's that best, yes. The best, yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then, you know, I kind of already touched on technology, but spending too much time with it, it, it's foolish. It's unwise because it makes you compare your life to other people. It takes away time that you could be spending with your family. It interrupts your sleep. (laughs) It interrupts your dinner time. It interrupts all of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, Technology has taken over. So spending too much time with it uh, lacks good sense or judgment. I like that. That's true. Yeah. These are some great ideas, Tanil. Definitely things that I can put into practice. Yeah. I mean, I picked out a couple myself um, that I used to be really good at, and I'm starting to slip at just a little bit. So well, sometimes you just have to reevaluate. Come I back think to so. things that we know and and think about them and and figure out. You know, that's a change I can make in my life. It's going to benefit not just me, but everybody I work with yeah my family i live with all that and you know when we're making those wise choices about our peace of mind we're just better people to be around we're in better moods we're better rested less stress less stress and we're more productive so i got you i like it so (laughs) even as april fool's day approaches let's make sure that we're not being foolish and compromising our peace of mind. I love it. All right. With that thought in mind, thank you for joining us today. In the words of Bob Marley, live the life you love. And love the life you live.